Hello, everybody. This is Chris Blair, voice of the national champion Fighting Tigers of LSU. And you're locked in to the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Middle Georgia's number one voice of community and collegiate sports. Go Tigers. This is Mike Conti of Atlanta United and the Atlanta Hawks Radio Networks. You're listening to Middle Georgia's number one team for community and collegiate sports from Atlanta to Savannah. It's the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Hey, this is Andy Demetra, voice of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. And when I want to know what's going on in Middle Georgia sports, there's only one place I go. It's the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Your place for community and collegiate sports. Guys, take it away. All right, welcome into another Rob, Ben, and Joe show. Hanging out with you here on a Thursday night. Getting ready for high school football season, guys. Not that far away. September 4th is creeping up on us. And uh, got a good show lined up tonight. Got Wilcox County head coach Rob Stowe on us with uh, just a couple of minutes. And we've got the GHSA executive director, Mr. or uh, Dr. Robin Hines, on the phone with us again coming up in the 7 o'clock hour to talk about everything that we wait to see unfolds in about a week and a half. I'm excited. Yeah. It'll be a big show, guys. I, I think it'll be really good just to get football started. I mean, I think if we just get some games going, man. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna have them. Uh, I think everything's going, you know, kind of pan out. You kind of start hearing some things on TV. It's it's kind of nice. You see things uh, on the ACC network, SEC network, uh, all that type of stuff about things to you know people getting ready. What they're going to have eleven thousand fans, eighteen thousand, whatever it is, whatever that number may be. Right. You're getting an idea of what's going to happen and. Uh, uh, I think most importantly, you, you just at some point you have to put your head down, and I think football will be good for everybody. Yeah, got to find something to rally around, right? No more uh, negative news. Let's find something to rally around, and that is always football. So I uh, want to say thanks to our sponsors real quick, let you know where you can find us each and every time you turn on your radio, phone, or whatever you listen to stuff on. Network One Sports, you can find us streaming there each and every week. We want to say thanks to our sponsors, uh, Eyeballs Marketing and Media and Warner Robbins. want to say thanks to our friends at Marco's Pizza. I want to say a special thanks to Phil Phillips and our friends at Georgia Farm Bureau and uh, also all of our friends over at uh, Bubba's Tire Center. We thank you for bringing us to show each and every week, the number one sports show from Atlanta to Savannah, right here at your Rob, Ben, and Joe show. We appreciate you. Find us on Apple uh, iTunes and Spotify at RBJ Show. You can download the show and take us uh, wherever you go. Find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at RBJ Podcast. And, of course, always find us online at rbjshow.com. So with all of that being said, on the phone with us tonight, again, we've got uh, the head coach from Wilcox County, uh, Coach Rob Stowe. Coach, how are you doing? Coach Stowe, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you doing? Hey, there you go. <laughs> Could you hear me there, Coach, or did I just leave you in the dark? I was in the dark, I'm going to admit. Which I'm used to that. Oh, well, Coach, I'm so sorry about that. I uh, I must have had you on mute there, and I do apologize on my phone. Okay. But I got Coach Rob still here, the head coach, Wilcox County, on the phone with us. And, uh, Coach, uh, some realignment going on for your school, but football is just about a week and a half away. What do you think we got on the board for us down there in Wilcox County? Well, you know, uh, we, we are moving regions. Um We've been participating in Region 2A uh, the last several years, and a lot of people down this way call it the Region of Doom, uh, you know, because it's a lot of tough opponents. Um, but, you know, Region 4 uh, that we're moving to next year, we think it makes a whole lot more sense for Wilcox County as far as travel purposes. I mean, we're, we're looking at our longest trip is probably going to Wrightsville, and uh, that's about an hour and a half. We were making several trips over two hours uh, in this old region, so we think it, uh, JHS, they did a good job of getting us geographically speaking in the right region. Uh, it's going to be a tough football region regardless, you know, and, and Wilcox, you know, we, uh, we're trying to develop a culture here of, you know, every year you got a chance to be pretty decent if you, if you prepare right and things fall your way and whatnot. It shouldn't matter, you know, who's graduating and who's coming back. You, you got to have a chance to, you know, put yourself in position to win and you do that in the all season. So hopefully we have and, you know, we may be playing some new opponents this year, so that'll be fun as well, too. I hear you. Well, Coach, that's uh, good stuff to hear. Yeah, that's exciting, Coach. I tell you what, I mean, if you're traveling two hours plus every Friday night, man, that's a that's a long that's a long haul during the regular season, man. That probably took a lot out, out of y'all, and especially your guys. I mean, having to travel that long on a hot school bus in August. <laughs> it is. I'm gonna tell you what when when you make some trips to Homerville and Folkston, Georgia, you're all. 
you're honestly asking yourself, are we still in the state of Georgia? <laughs> I mean, you, you feel like you're never going to get there. And, you know, and like you said, it's hot and those are really good football environments too. So it was fun to play those things. Don't get me wrong, but I'd much rather take a shorter bus ride. That's for sure. But there's no question. We played, uh, uh, Rob and I played at, uh, Dublin and we had to play Charlton County our 10th grade year. And from Dublin, that's a, that's a piece, man. It's like, man, yes. are we, are we playing in the swamp? Where, where are we going? You know, it's like, exactly. are, we, are we ever going to get there? And when we got to halftime, we were, looked like we still ain't got off the bus yet. <laughs> uh, I can identify with that. <laughs> you can understand how that can go. Yes, sir. Well, Coach, let me ask you, coming off a uh, – I believe your record was was, was it 9-3 last year? That's correct. That's correct. 9-3 last year. Tell us a little bit about uh, who you got coming back and, and what the, the schedule uh, seems to be setting up for you guys and what your talent returning on offense and defense looks like this year. Okay. Uh, we are, uh, you know, returning several players. We lost a few good key players uh, from last year's team. Uh, I was real proud. I'm proud to say that we were able to – have, uh, I think it's six uh, players from last year's team that signed scholarships at some level. So, you know, and that's what we want our guys to do is to go on and, you know, have bigger and better things. But I'm also pleased we got some guys coming back. You know, on offense, we are losing our, our number one rusher from last year, Desmond Tistle. Uh, he's, he's playing linebacker at Auburn, so he was pretty good. And, uh, <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> but, but honestly, uh, you know, I mean, I think we got four or five guys that, you know, they're all going to step in and they have special things that they can do to try to fill that void. Uh, we have senior Justin Moore, who, uh, he ran for about three or 400 yards last year. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. And, uh, Martez Thrower, who, has a been an all-state linebacker for us. So we'll get more carries this year. So we think there's some guys that can run the ball. Uh, at receiver, you know, we have a couple guys that uh, have played a lot for us in the last couple of years that are coming back. So we think that we can throw the ball to people like Matt, uh, McAdoo and, uh, Legan Luke, who have both started a couple of years at receiver. On the offensive line, we have, uh, three returning starters off of last year's team looking for two more. Uh, but we got a guy named Curtis LaFleur at right tackle who uh, several FCS schools and power, I mean, group of five schools are looking at. So uh, we feel good about that. Uh, we have a new quarterback this year. Um, he, he probably is going to be coached harder than anybody because he's my kid. Uh, <laughs> he, Abe is a soft, going to be a sophomore. He started for us last year at free safety. Uh, we had a quarterback that's at Val Austin now this year. So, uh, Abe's having to step in and, you know, we're going to tweak the offense a little bit to, to suit what he can do a little better than, than our quarterback from last year and, the quarterback last year could do some things that Abe can't really do. So we are changing. Uh, we do try to, to spread you out a little bit. And, you know, we want to take what the defense gives you. I know that's old cliche, but it's really true. You know, I mean, we, we try to, to run the ball as much as we can, but we're uh, also going to try to throw the ball. We're going to try to spread you out 53 yards wide and 100 yards long and, you know, find, find some mismatches, hopefully, and, and go from there on offense. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's exciting to coach for, for a sophomore quarterback, I I started as a sophomore, and uh, boy, the game is fast uh, as a sophomore moving in there. It's good though that he got to play some as a freshman um, at free safety just to get into the environment and the speed of the play and stuff. So I think that'll really help him um, on the offensive side of the ball and kind of develop. And so, um, as far as uh, as far as some challenges for the offense. Um, you think you'll probably you, you keep the ball on the ground a little bit more early just to get him kind of settled in and see how he starts to handle things? Well, I mean, I think I think you you got that in the back of your mind, honestly. I don't want to handcuff him. We feel like he can do some good things. You know, we're going to try to open up our offense. I don't know if you looked at our schedule, but I mean, we got to come out of the shoot going. I mean, we it's got Blackley County, and uh, Blackley County will embarrass us if we're not ready to play. So we got we got to be ready to do. And, you know, the entire offense, uh, with that in mind, we don't want to obviously put him in a, in a bad way early on in the game. Of course, we want to get him into a rhythm. And, uh, as I've heard our coaching staff say, you know, everybody seems to have that get back coach and we may need to have a get off of a coach for me. <laughs> so, uh, I got to remember that, you know, he's just like everybody else. I love him to death and, and he's a good football player too. Don't get me wrong, but you know, we, we got to treat him, you know, and don't put too much pressure on him is what I'm trying to say, I guess, and, and just let him be himself. 
Well, Coach, he's got to be pretty athletic if you're sticking him back there at free safety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he must have got all the talent from his mom. <laughs> good, good answer. Yeah, Very yeah. good answer. What? He definitely got his good looks from it. <laughs> hey, well, well, Coach, on the, uh, on the other side of the football, on the defensive side, how are you all looking on that side of the ball? Uh, you know, that's, when I came down here two years ago as the defensive coordinator, that's what, you know, that's, that's my side of the ball, so to speak, that I really love. I'm, I'm a defensive guy at heart. And, uh, we've tried to really establish a, a, a defensive mindset, you know, that that will always give us a chance to win a game, uh, if you play great defense. And, uh, I think we're slowly getting there. Uh, luckily we are returning a lot of guys on defense. We're, we're a four man front team. And uh, my entire defensive line is back from last year. They all they were all starters as sophomores, wow. uh, so they're all coming back. I got two of my three linebackers back. Uh, like I was mentioning earlier, Martez Thrower is a upcoming senior. He was a AJC All State player last year, over 130 tackles. Uh, he's already committed to Kentucky, so he can play. And then uh, my, my middle linebacker, Branson Owens, has started since he was a freshman at linebacker, and uh, he he's the son of a a coach too, so you know what kind of guys those are. He's probably going to end up somewhere maybe like West Point. So that also tells you uh, what kind of brains he's got. So we're we're going to rally around that front, and uh, we got some questions in the secondary. We got good players. We definitely have some players. I just don't know how much they are comfortable with what we're asking them to do just yet schematically. Uh, so Blickley County, like I said earlier, playing them first, that's going to give us a great challenge. Coach uh, up there is is just outstanding. You know, as far as an offensive play caller, so we got our hands full, but we got we got some guys that are willing. Hopefully, they'll be able to get it all together by then. Coach, I'm getting excited listening to you talk about your front seven. I'm, I, <laughs> I am too. I, I'm all pumped up. I'm like, man, this sounds this sounds good. I'm a defensive guy. Rob played quarterback, but I played both ways. I played uh, defensive end, defensive tackle, and on the offensive line. So I know a little bit about it. I tell you what, if you've got, sounds like you got good signal callers at your at your linebackers, and if you got a guy racking up 130 tackles, I think they can help the secondary a little bit. With you know, there might not be a lot that gets up there to them. So that sounds really really positive. And what's your philosophy? You said you run a, uh, you know, you got a four-man front. What you, what do you kind of want to do? Are you a, are you a cover two guy and let it see what happens, or do you blitz a lot? You know, like to man up. What's your philosophy on that side of the ball? Well, uh, you know, I, I played for Rodney Walker, who oh, uh, yeah. you guys know. Well, we're, we're doing the same defense more or less that we did in high school back at Stevens County a long, 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 long time ago. Now, Rob, do you know I'm from Stevens County too, right? <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, your uh, your older brother, I guess, was my age. Um, you have an older Mike, Mike, Mike Stone. I have yeah. a younger brother, Mike. Oh, Mike is your younger brother. Yes, I'm the oldest. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, you know my brother Randy Powers then. Uh, yes, probably played I with sure the Coach do. Walker, and I was I graduated '97 from up there. Um, hey. Yeah. Go Indians. Right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Look at that. We got another Indian on the call here. There Take go. that, you East boys. <laughs> North, uh, North Georgia power. That's there. right. Sorry to interrupt that's you. Right. Go on. No, but, you know, that's what we run. We're, we're a four, three quarters team is what we are uh, as, as our base. I think people nowadays like to make it sound fancy and say it's a four, two, five, but it's, it's really a, a four, three quarters. We try to match coverage, you know, based on route recognition and things like that. And, you know, we just try to play, uh, depending on what we're playing that week, you know, that team does. Uh, I'm not afraid to bring pressure. If I can play base defense all night long, we're going to do it. But if I need to bring pressure, you know, we definitely will. Um, and, and hope that, uh, you know, the other guy doesn't figure out when we're bringing it and uh, <laughs> go, go with that. That's why I like to play base defense as much as possible because, you know, if you're reading it right, you know, you always give yourself a chance. That's exactly right. You got to rely on your keys and your assignments, and if you build discipline back there in the back end, especially in your coverages and stuff, you'll be set. My our defensive coordinator was Don Vandegriff um, back when I was in high school, and he always told me I got to spend a lot of time my senior year because we, me and Rob, a guy class at twelve, and I had an hour, hour and a half almost of film study every day, and I would almost know the game plan about as good as anybody on the defensive side of the ball. And every week it didn't matter. Coach Vandegriff would always say, "Hey, man." 
If we can play cover two all night, we're all right. But if we got to play, cover, right. if we got if we got to play cover three, they might burn us up. If we can stop the running cover two, we're all right. But if we got to bring the extra guy down, they might hurt us. And so, little stuff like that, like you said, um, is is really big. But coach, with everybody spreading you out now, you've almost got the perfect scheme because high school, in my opinion, there might be a guy that comes out there and throws it thirty or thirty five times a game, but they're still going to be. You know, you can't come out in a dime set, so that four-man front really can be good. And if you got some linebackers that can run, um, you really can match up to some of those guys. I know Blackley County will put empty on you in a hurry. So being able oh, to yeah. have an extra extra guy that's kind of a jack that can do do what he needs to do probably helps you out in games like that. I think so. Like you said, Vine, I mean, he's a he's a mastermind on offense. And I don't know, I, I've tried to run some three-man front stuff in, through the years. I'm, it's not that it's bad, it's just that, I don't know if I have all the answers to try to fix things, you know, in the, in the course of a game and not front. So I just, I just go with what I know. And, um, yeah, I believe we're, we're very gap sound in the even front. And uh, like you said, if we can, can keep those offensive linemen off the, uh, the linebackers and let them run free and make tackles, I think we got a chance. Yeah. It, it's a little scary when you got a nose man that ch- he can do what he wants to, you know, he, he, you know <laughs> he, he, it's, if you're in a, if you're in an even front, you know, he's in A, that guy's in B. It's, it's real clear cut. But when you, when you throw an odd man up there, there's a lot of variables there. One guy slides in the wrong way and you, you line up double gaps. You say, see you later. Me and you speak the same language. <laughs> <laughs> you can just see it happening in your head. It's like, oh, that guy's getting his head on the goalpost. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, I tell you what, now we are, you are making these boys over here happy talking about some defensive ball. <laughs> making Ben happy. Uh, Rob, let me ask you now, uh, you talked a little bit about the, uh, the realignment there and, uh, some of the teams that you're going to have to play. Uh, can you give me any insight as to, to what you're, looking forward to and it's kind of a silly question i ask it every week i know nobody overlooks any particular team but what would the new uh, positionings are, are you are you circling on your calendar going this is going to be a different challenge or new challenge for us well you know i gotta say the, the next game's the most important right. it is. but you know looking out one thing is uh, i've enjoyed meeting these head coaches in this region uh, they're all good guys and good football coaches so I'm, I'm looking forward to the challenge each week of putting together a game plan, you know, to try to somehow stay close with these guys. But, you know, you got to start with Dublin. I mean, everybody knows about Dublin. That's no mystery. Uh, Dublin and uh, what Coach Holmes has continued to build on that great tradition is, is just unbelievable. Uh, we've looked at film on them already from last year, and I'm hoping, that, you know, somehow, some way we can keep it under 50, you know. Because, uh, I mean, it's just, just unreal uh, with what they do. Uh, very well coached and very sound and of course great athletes as well. So, uh, that's where you start. But I mean, hey, there's some other good football teams. I mean, Telfair County is loaded with talent, uh, with well coached. We played, uh, them, of course, in our old region. Uh, Johnson County, we scrimmaged them last year. So I know a lot about them and what Coach Norton does. And, uh, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to incorporate some triple option schemes still in what he's doing. So that's always fun to get prepared for. And then, uh, you know, you got, People that you know can always run, like at a Dooley County and and whatnot. And Hawkinsville's got a great tradition going way back. Uh, go all the way out there to great coaches at Trutland and Montgomery, and uh, you know it's going to be a challenge each week. Uh, there are no no off weeks, and we got to be prepared every single week because I know the other team is going to be well prepared. Yeah, coach, it's kind of exciting though. It's, you touched on a little bit earlier with the distance of driving, and just for Dublin. Um, I think it's really cool that, you know, there were some people that were like, well, they're moving down to single A and it's going to be redistrict. But I'm really excited to, to watch Dublin play Wilcox, Dooley, Hawkinsville, you know, these different schools that are so close to us. I mean, they're all within an hour to an hour and ten minutes. And it's such a good brand of football. I think the fans, the parents, and the kids – are just in a re- in for a really good treat of football because everybody, you know, everybody's like, oh well, you know, five A, six A, you know, that's where you know all your players are at, and that's not true. A lot of the single A <clears throat> stuff right. kind of gets thrown under the rug, and I'm telling you what, I've seen in single and double A, I've seen some of the best ball players and some of the best football games you'll ever see, regardless of level. I think so too. I mean. I tell people all the time, you know, you only have 11 on the field at a time. So where the bigger schools usually get you is in the depth mm-hmm. issues, right. you know, later in the game. But, you know, as far as 
putting the best 11 on the field, I'm going to tell you, Class A ball down here in South Georgia especially is, is pretty special. Uh, you know, it's the only show in town, literally. Um, you know, it's all what, all, just to give you a, for example, you know, we only got 120 boys in our school, uh, and we got 60 of them playing football. So it's pretty important to Wilcox County, uh, to try to, you know, put on that helmet for the Patriots and, and get out there on a Friday night, uh, because that's all there is to do. I mean, uh, you either farm or you play football pretty much. And, uh, I love it. You know, coming from North Georgia, I tell people all the time, I say, what, what's really special about these guys at Wilcox County is they're such people pleasers. They want to do everything I ask them to do. And, and, you know, we don't always get it right. Don't get me wrong, but they're trying. And that's all you can ask of a player is to give you max effort, you know, and buy into what you're preaching. And, and I think you're going to see the Dublin fans will see that this region, they're going to see that every Friday night, you know, no doubt about it. Yeah, that's what's really exciting. And Coach Holmes, I know we're playing for him big on two ways. I mean, I remember, you know, we had 68 guys, 70 guys on the roster, but there was about 18 to 21 of us that really played. And I think the the thing that's so cool about the single-A ball is that your guys, you get to watch a guy like this, a phenomenal defensive player, but you also get to see what he can do on offense, too, because they have to play two ways. So in single A, it has some of the best ball players in the entire country because not only is that guy learning all of his defensive stuff and studying the offensive scheme, he's flipping the page and doing the same thing on the other side of the ball and can give you just as much output both ways. And, and that's, that's so underrated for a kid to go both ways as high as it is in South Georgia and as much demand as it is and how much practice and stuff's involved, I think it's really incredible for watching these two-way guys play. I agree with you. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, there's definitely a temperature difference between South Georgia and North Georgia football. And uh, what our guys have to go through, you know, compared to North Georgia is, is phenomenal to be able to do those things. And, you know, it's, you got to play. Uh, I will say we try to we try to play – our guy, as many guys as we can, of course, especially early on in the season, knowing how hot it's going to be. But like you said, by the time you get to the end of the season, you got your core guys of 18 players more or less, and, and you're going to war with those guys. And, uh, but at the same time, I mean, I'm a Georgia fan, you know, and, and I think about all the Class A guys that have played at the University of Georgia. I mean, it's a who's who's list from Herschel Walker. You know, on down the line. I mean, it's just a Champ Bailey. I mean, it just oh, goes yeah. on and oh, yeah. on. So, you know, whatever A is beside your school's name doesn't really matter whether you can play football or not. That's exactly right. And I, I'm a big proponent, as we all are, of the double single A players. You really get some guys that can rise up. And I play two ways, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was weird going to college and playing, and you're like, man, I only get to sit in the tight ends room? Like, this is garbage, <laughs> you know? It's like, it's like, this is kind of boring. You're used to switching your head around. And uh, the only negative part of playing two ways is if you're on defense and, you know, they, they rip a big run on you and you got to turn around and get on kickoff return and run back and then get, you know, all Amen. that stuff. But uh, it's uh, it's definitely a different atmosphere. And uh, I tell you what, the, the way you speak about um, that single-A football culture is something that I really, I really, really love is that, you know, you're in an area uh, down there, Rochelle, Pitts, and all that. I mean – Friday night, people get pumped. I mean, it's like getting ready for, you know, Saturday in Athens or whatever. I mean, it's like when Friday night hits at 7.30, everybody's there. And um, I think your kids buy into that in a way of, hey, man, this is our show. Like, y'all are coming into Wilcox County. You know there's going to be a crowd. And there has to be a different element of that tradition and atmosphere that you got um, because you know you're the only show in town. Exactly. I'll tell you. Uh, one of the funnest nights of the year last year was when we had our uh, recreation night and just seeing all those kids, we invited them down in our pregame warm-up to stand right there with us. I said, as long as y'all don't, you know, I don't want to say get in the way, but you don't get hurt <laughs> from being down there. I want you down here. And, uh, and the high school kids loved it. I mean, they felt like they were something big time, you know, when these little kids are looking up to them. But we try to teach those kids all the time, you know, little things about how you practice and play and how you your language and everything is important because you never know who's watching. So we're trying to set an example for our future Patriots as they're coming up through the line and also playing for the pride tradition of Patriots in, in the past. So it's a big thing at Wilcox County, and, and I'm just proud to be a part of it. Well, Rob, we certainly do appreciate you coming on the uh, show with us here tonight and sharing uh, some of that Wilcox uh, powerhouse football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Powerhouse football. No, we, we look forward to seeing you, and uh, we look forward to having you on our uh, high school uh, scoreboard show that Robin, Ben, and I will be hosting this year. So uh, please keep that number in your phone because we'll be wanting to talk to you after those games on Friday night this year, if that sounds good to you. That's great. You know, I love from being a player, we used to have the show but up in uh, Stevens County, the same thing. And, and it was a, a big highlight to hear all the scores each mm-hmm. week and the reports. And I just appreciate people like you guys that, that, that know that high school football is so important to so many people. Uh, it, it's football at its purest form, you know, before all the money gets a part of it. And I just thank you all for, for reaching out and uh, doing the best thing for these kids, and that's promoting them. You got that right, man, and I've always said that. Rob and I went on to play at Mercer, and people have asked us, you know, hey, man, how was it playing college football? And I said, I was, it was fun, man. It was a great experience, something uh, I said, you know, but there's nothing like playing in the Shamrock Bowl, and there's nothing like high school football. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's no such so I don't. I think that even translates to the highest level, like you said. It's just the purest form, the best man plays. There's no scholarship involved. It's just, you you know, you're there because you want to be there. That's and, right. And uh, that makes a big difference, and those kids deserve that, and we're hoping to, you know, be able to carry that carry that on and expose these guys. Well, we sure do appreciate it, and you're always welcome to Rochelle, Georgia. All right, man. Well, we certainly appreciate that, Rob. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, guys. All right, Rob Stowe there, the head coach of uh, Wilcox County. And uh, we'll be right back with the executive director of GHSA Football. We're going to have Dr. Robin Hines on with us in just a minute. So stick around for that and more coming up on the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Yeah. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. You know what, guys? Sports, hunting, and dogs, well, they all click. And this will, too. Refit your home with natural gas appliances. You can save a ton of money, up to $400 in rebates. With a new gas grill, gas logs, furnace, or stove, check it out at RebateRally.com. Three easy steps, gets new appliances for you, and saves you up to $400. Go clean and go click it up like a big dog with natural gas appliances. Check it out, RebateRally.com. With City of Dublin Natural Gas. From the farmer's field that produces your food to the football field where your home team plays, Georgia Farm Bureau is committed to helping Georgia communities thrive. Georgia Farm Bureau provides peace of mind to families through home, auto, and life insurance with affordable coverage and exceptional service. With more than 150 offices around Georgia, Georgia Farm Bureau is always the home team. Call your local Lawrence County Georgia Farm Bureau agent, Mr. Phil Phillips. Call 478-277-0508. This is John Nelson of GPB Sports on the Soccer Down Here Network. You're listening to Middle Georgia's number one team for community and collegiate sports from Atlanta to Savannah and all points in between. It's the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Enjoy, everybody. Eyeballs Marketing and Signs. That's Eyeballs with a Z. I-B-A-L-Z is all about everything you need for printing services, marketing services, apparel services, signage, banners, wraps for your vehicles, design services, or a whole lot more. Whatever you need in your business to get your message out there, you can count on Eyeballs. I-B-A-L-Z dot com. Eyeballs Marketing and Sign and Warner Robbins. Come down to Bubba's Tire Center where we have your best selection of tires for your summer activities and back-to-school traveling. Come down and see our newly renovated showroom, our expanded parking area, and the quality and customer service that you've grown to love and know. Summer savings are still in effect, and don't forget your Goodyear card if you need a little more time to pay on those tires. Come on down and see the friendly folks at Bubba's Tire Center with a fresh new look and additional parking. Bubba's Tire Center, 1318 Bellevue Avenue, where we do tires and a whole lot Hungry for summer? Marco's Pizza is delivering endless summer flavor with unlimited medium one-topping pizzas for just $6.99 each. At Marco's, you'll get dough made from scratch, an original sauce recipe, our signature three fresh cheeses and toppings you'll love, all cooked at 450 degrees and served contact-free. Order with our app or at marcos.com today. Marco's Pizza, the Italian way. Prices and participation may vary. Now back to Rob, Ben, and Joe. 
brought to you by Bubba's Tire and Network One Sports. Back on the Rob, Ben, and Joe show here, hanging out with you. It is Rob, Ben, and Joe. We say thanks to all of our sponsors, of course. want to mention our friends at Marco's Pizza at Georgia Farm Bureau and uh, our friends at Dublin City Natural Gas. We appreciate them jumping on each and every week, as well as Bubba's Tire Center and Network One Sports. Uh, good talk there with Rob Stowe from Wilcox County in the first half of the show there. What a good guy. He has got me revved up for football in <laughs> yeah. two weeks. I'm telling you, I was, I was, I'm over here ready to go. He's talking about his four-man front, and I'm just like, oh, my God, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we've, uh, we, at the, at the tire store, we've, we've got the ACC network on right now, yep. and then we'll, we'll move that to whoever's got a classic game on, and there was, uh, Pitt and Western Michigan. Somebody was on today. Some old some bowl, bowl games, game. and you know, and you're like watching it, and then there's some highlights of some old games. It was an old NC State Virginia game <laughs> on. You're like, you can just really taste it, and then after having that conversation, it's just like, oh man, we're, we're getting we're getting real close. When cover two and cover three and quarters get started, and the conversation, around, yeah, Ben is tuned. <laughs> <laughs> he is ready to go. And on the phone here, no better person to have on the backside of the show with us today than uh, the executive director of the GHSA, Dr. Robin Hines. Uh, Dr. Hines, how are you, sir? I have got to get that mute button under under control. Dr. Hines, how are you, sir? I said I was good. Are we going to talk about? Cover two under. <laughs> well, we can if you want to talk about it. We're we are wide open. I would lo- I'd love to talk a little football as opposed to what I've been talking about. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you that. I mean, what's your preference, sky or cloud, man? I mean, <laughs> let's roll it. Let's invert that thing. <laughs> I love it. Oh, there we go. Well, Doctor Hines, let me start you off with the best question of the night, since uh, we are talking about football here. I know you were you were a coach and uh, probably a player too. I presume. What was your position of choice? What did you play? Well, you know, I was a running back. I was a wide out. I was an offensive lineman at one point. Uh, played a little linebacker. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Honestly, he, he was a versatile player there, Ben, kind of like you. Yeah, man, I, I think I did about it all. I played middle linebacker, defensive tackle, defensive end. I played some center, tackle, tight end, and uh, I wasn't fast enough to play guard. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the wing tee anyways. Nah, I, was, it was, I, I was all over time, though, you see. That's, 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 that's right. right. You got that right. That's right. right. I was a one-trick pony. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> that was just run for my life. That was my one-trick I just wanted to hang out with my buddies. You know? <laughs> well, Dr. Hines, we appreciate you taking time to be on the show with us here again tonight. And uh, we've got about a week and a half before uh, the September uh, 4 date to, to go here in the state of Georgia. And I just wanted to see if you could share with us uh, uh, the latest in news and expectations as we get ready to kick off football here September 4th. Well, this week, you know, we, we met with our Sports Medicine Advisory Council yesterday, and there are no changes. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There I got you that. Go. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that sounds good. Pressing on, pressing forward. Uh, well, you know, we've had some schools and some uh, counties that have kind of changed their uh, position based on the, 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 the COVID spread in their particular area. Some have decided to push back a week or two. Some have uh, said we're just going to pause for the fall. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what the scenarios will look like for those schools um, that have pushed the pause button for maybe a week or two coming back? Would it be where they're going to try to play a region-only schedule, or would it be – can you just give us kind of the lay of the land for those schools that may not start on September 4th? No, not really. I didn't want to talk about that. You know, what, I, <laughs> what I wanted to talk about was uh, you know, the no-change deal. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't finished with that yet, and and that's good news. Okay, and, yes, sir. And and the reason that's good news is because, uh, and and this will bleed into the to your next question. Okay. And and what that is, you know, I've maintained from day one that local decisions and local choices are best made by local people. You know, by local boards of health, local boards of education, schools, and the like. And the reason for that is is that there are differences in the impact of the COVID-19 virus. Georgia's a big, diverse state, and what's good in Dublin, for instance, you know, may not be the same thing in Walker County, way up in north. So, so you know, and, and of course, as a former superintendent, you know, I always advocate for local 
control whenever I can. Okay, so 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 things are are very different, you know, where that's concerned. And 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 you talked about the sixty-seven or so, and you probably y- y'all probably counted them. I, I really haven't necessarily counted them, but. Uh, you know, there are, there are school districts that have made the decision to push back for whatever reason. That's a, that's a local decision that, that, that they could do that. But at the same time, there's still about 350 or 360 who are sitting on go ready to go. And, uh, you know, I just maintain that if you, if you're not, if you're not prepared, you shouldn't do that. But if you are prepared, you shouldn't be hampered from doing that because the minority of people, you know, I'm not playing, so you shouldn't play as well. So, you know, that's kind of the way that I think about things. And, and, uh, and, and at the same time, we're going to be mindful of, of those people who feel like there's a problem. And, you know, there's, you know, three, maybe three or four that have canceled fall sports, you know, that's a local decision that they can make, you know, and, and, and they should make. And the rest of them have pushed back for a week, 10 days. Some of them like Fulton County's gone 10 days, you know, and of course that was the crux of, you know, the starting all of this kind of thing, you know, what was happening up in the metro area, but, you know, they decided on 10 days and then you've got others that have gone for two weeks. You've got some that have said indefinitely and all and, and that's a little bit problematic too, because that leaves a lot of people hanging, you know, that have contracts with those people and they've got to decide and they've got other people that want to have contracts, but what do we do with the contract that we currently have? You know, so, so that kind of is talking about what it is that you're talking about. Uh, let's say that Dublin, for instance, has somebody that has decided that they're not going to play for the first two weeks. Well, uh, there's a contract involved in that, a two-year contract, and that, that team has violated that first year of that contract, which really voids the entire contract if that's the way that Dublin wanted it to be, if you see what I'm saying. Yes, sir. Because, because if there's another team that they've got that wants a home and home, they can't be hampered from doing that, you see. And, and I know that's difficult on the school – but they made that decision not to play, and and for whatever the reasons, you know, it may be blazing hot with the COVID virus, and we certainly understand that. And there, there's no penalty for breaking those contracts. There's no restitution. There's no fines from the GHSA office, and those sorts of things. So in that case, in the what I'm saying is Dublin would be able to find somebody to fill in this year's game and keep the contract and have a one-year contract with the next one, or they could absolve that contract and contract a new uh, a new two-year deal with the next school. So that's kind of how that works, and we're going to work with them. And, and you know, there may be people that, that bail on the whole non-region schedule and jump in on region play because the way it works is each region determines who their playoff contenders are. And they can, whatever they decide, and and you may not know this, but there's a lot of different ways that regions determine that. You know, if they're ties, they have different steps that they will get to to get to who's going to be the number one, two, three, and four teams. So so it can be anything. I mean, they could not even play a region schedule, you know, as far as the Constitution is concerned and just draw the names out of the hat. Now, they don't do that. (laughs) They don't do that, but – but what I'm saying is the responsibility lies on the region. And, and, and I know I'm, I know I'm going long, but I'll say this one more thing. Like for instance, Savannah Chatham, they decided they were just going to play intra county games. Okay. So, and, and there were five of those schools that were in a region with two outside schools. So they weren't going to play the outside schools, but they were going to play the ones on the inside. Well, well then, so, what we plan on doing, we'd have a one and two in the bracket and then some buys. And then Savannah Chatham says, no, no, that's not what we mean. We want to be in the playoffs. So, but you said there was only going to be intra-squad. No, that's not what we meant. So, you know, they made an agreement within the region that the outside teams that they're not going to play will be one and two, and their intra-squad will determine the three and four so that's an example of how a region works that out. Well, very good information there. Yeah, that is a, that's a good way to look at it. I think it's the absolutely correct approach by the GHSA to let it be local, just like a lot of it has been, because 
you know, the local superintendents, the local cities, everybody is different. So I think that is, y'all are spot on with that. That is fantastic. But, you know, kind of turning the page a little bit to kind of look something towards on the positive end. I know this stuff can get kind of heavy, especially for some of the kids. But I know in our area, it's kind of starting to build up. Everybody is just really, like, really looking forward to seeing some games being played. And these kids have worked hard all summer, even through all the COVID stipulations that are that are very difficult to try and uphold so um you know how do you think these kids and stuff are looking forward to getting a chance to go out there and play even if there's not full capacity fans if there's fans at all or whatever it looks like how do you think these kids um are looking forward to playing here in a, in a week or two the kids don't give a rip if there's a fan in the stand <laughs> <laughs> i can tell you that you know they, uh like Dublin High School is ready to see somebody in a wearing something that's not green. That's right. Absolutely. You know, I, I I can promise you that. And uh, and once again, when we talk about local control, you bring that up. Uh, you know, I was talking to the, the superintendent from Tiff County today, for instance, and and their their positivity rate is like down to like, and you know, I say don't quote me. I'm telling this to who, whoever is listening and all, but it's like. Point four six or something like that, you know, which is you know, way, way small, right. you know, make a determination to have more stands in the stand and, and the, more fans in the stands than, say, somebody who has a seven point positivity rate or, you know, that sort of thing. And, and that's one of the things that we look at. But 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 those local districts need to work with their local boards of health. Uh, and that sort of thing to make the determination of what is best for them. You know, I've talked to schools that are, uh, that are, uh, just asking that everyone wears masks and they're going to sell tickets as long as people want to come in. And then we've got other people like where I am and I'm going to get this wrong, but just for an example, <laughs> but, like, but like Houston County is, uh, I think that they, they're doing 35% capacity for indoor events, you know, volleyball and that sort of thing, and maybe 45% for outdoor events, football and the like, you know, so, so, you know, those are determinations that they need to make. Like, uh, you know, Mark Scott, the superintendent over in Houston County, great guy, smartest guy in Houston County. You know, I worked with him for a long time. He doesn't need me to come in and tell him how to run his school system. Absolutely. Tell you that. So, so that's kind of how that thing is, is, is going to go. And, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, looking at the data and seeing that, that we have actually, uh, you know, the numbers are getting better and have been getting better for a while. And I know it can be confusing depending on which news you're looking at and what people are saying. But when you look at the data and you finally figure out how to look at it and break it down because it's tough. You know, we're making progress and we're moving in the right direction. And, and I'm just, excited of where we are right now we've got two more weeks to go uh you know football starts tonight in tennessee and alabama i talked to both of those executive directors today and they're very excited and i'm certainly you know got my fingers crossed and praying for those guys as, as they move forward and and uh just just can't wait uh until we get to kick it off that's right, and I think you're you're spot on. I mean, put your put your masks on, do what you got to do, follow the protocol that you can, and come out and support some guys to play some football. I think these programs uh, desperately need the gate money and stuff for their athletic programs. Uh, seeing as how some of the spring sports kind of got cut off last year uh, for obvious reasons, we didn't know where any of this stuff was headed. So um, I think y'all are you know right right on the money. And um, if I was if I was one of those guys, I mean, I think you know you. You leave it up to the fans. What are you willing to take? You know, what are what are you willing to kind of take in and uh, bring your mask and come? You know, come come on and and watch some football. And I think it's good for the communities. I know that you know you just said that the other states that are starting tonight. Um, you've got to be excited with the community as a whole of something happening. I mean, you turn on the TV and it's nothing but negativity. It's you know we're watching basketball in a practice gym. You're watching baseball with pumped in crowd noise and plastic figurines you know we're ready for we're ready for something to come back we can't you know we can't keep sitting idly by we do what we got to do but i think for the morale of people i think that 
high school football, especially in the state of Georgia in the South, you know how big it is. You've, you've been around it and we know how big it is here. People live for the fall and for high school football. I think the impact of the community far outweighs some of the other things of what it can bring to a community in times like this. Well, we, you know, we talk about the, the risk versus the benefit and that's for the individual kid. That's for the school. That's for the community. And that sort of thing. You want to talk, you know, come sit with me for a day. <laughs> Watch when the phone rings, what's this going to be like? You know, that's right. It's not, it's not going to be saying, boy, I appreciate you. You're doing a great job. <laughs> you know, that's not true. That really does happen. But, but, but today, was especially good because we had a limb fall on our power line. Oh. Okay, so they had to cut that thing off, and, and, and when they were going to cut it off, they said they were going to have to cut our electricity. Well, when they cut our electricity, it cuts our uh, computers off, it cuts our phone system off, and all that sort of thing. You go, oh, my gosh, i got things to do. But I went, that would give me a chance to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice quiet day. <laughs> about 2 o'clock this afternoon, I headed toward Warner Robins, and you know, I, had, I had something I had to do at my bank. I got a haircut, and then I had time to go by one of the local schools and watch football practice. There you go. The like- first time that I had done that this year, and it was just really exciting, and I looked – and I saw water cows out there. You know, we've said, no water cows. We don't need to do that. You know, kids need to have their own bottles and all that stuff. Well, then I, I look and see this group, you know, I think it was offensive line that ran over to the water cow. Well, each kid grabbed one of the, the things to water with and all that. And when they finished, there was a manager by disinfecting that at that particular time. Then I look around, and there are nine of those around. And, and they got it so scripted out to where they can water those kids in a hurry and do a good job. That's just another way of showing the ingenuity of the things that they're doing and keeping the kids safe. Absolutely, absolutely. and They've done a great job. Dr. Hines, that's one of the things I'm so glad you brought that up there. We wanted to uh, make sure we did mention that. Uh, We've just been so impressed with uh, the ingenuity and the uh, preparation of coaches, uh, not only that we've seen Come down to Bubba's Tire Center where we have your um, best selection of tires. Sorry about that. But also of other places around. I should have gone to Bubba's. (laughs) There you go. They love you over at Bubba's. You can come on by there anytime you want to. I promise you. Yeah. I missed my chance. <laughs> <laughs> but the the ingenuity and the just the the forward thinkingness that this has brought about, you know, and it is such a, a good job to see. We talked to coaches. We talked to uh, Rob Stowe from Wilcox County here uh, before you tonight, and uh, you know, just love to to hear what the that the coaches are doing. And we really appreciate what you're doing and, and sharing this information here on the show. No well, doubt about I, it. I wish I would have heard him because you know they had a bump in the road early on, didn't they? If uh, I remember. I believe so, but uh, we were, you know, we're we're talking about what's happening in a week and a half. We really weren't looking back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's exciting. That, 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 that's that's great. Yeah. So uh, we really do appreciate that. So now I'm going to throw uh, something that uh, is a little out of the box, but I did ask you about this via text. Uh, Rob, Ben, and Joe and I are, show, are starting a uh, scoreboard show here out of the Middle Georgia region to uh, to talk to all the coaches and and uh, celebrate all the football that happens on Friday night in a post game show. And uh, I'd love to hear uh, if you have any thoughts on uh, post-game football uh, scoreboard and, and what we can do to make uh, the GHSA proud. You sent me a text on that? Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if I did or not, to tell you the truth, Dr. Hines, but <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> it's not ringing a bell. I'm not saying that you did. But, but, uh, but, a, but a post-game, uh, you know, Football show probably wasn't at the top of my list yet. <laughs> there at work, but uh, but but yeah, you know, I, I I think it's a wonderful deal. You know, I you know with I've I've listened to it for years with Tommy Palmer, right, you know, and right. and what's going on, and and just love that network. And of course, we supported him for many many years, you know, doing those things, and and to do that and involve those coaches, and with the technology that we've got, you know, now it can be just so professionally done and and complete you know throughout so you know there's there's a lot of people that are traveling that are listening you know as they as they go so you know however y'all make that work you know i think it's a good deal anything that is going to accentuate high school athletics and and, and certainly football 
and the GHSA is a good thing as far as we're concerned. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, you know, anytime you go to a, uh, a college football game or you go to any – the best part of the – after the game is turning That's on right. turning on the, the whoever's doing the, the after the show. show and yeah. then you hear uh, clippets of this game or this guy calling in. And Tommy did such a great job with that. Um, and we got to play some games in South Georgia where we could pick him up um, and different things. And it's so good to get the whole picture. And it really paints high school football in such a good manner and keeps people plugged. In with oh, what Clinch County do tonight? Ah, oh, Northside really got it done, or oh my gosh, Dodge County took a whipping. You yeah. know, I mean, and it's you really get a whole picture of what's happening in the high school scene and in the state of Georgia. People love it, and for me, football starts on Thursday night. For me, we got a college football game on Thursday. High school's Friday night. You might get a college game Friday night. Saturday's college ball. Sunday's the NFL and you got Monday night. You know, you it's, it's four or five days and it starts, it starts all rolling together. And I think, uh, high school football, especially where we are, is such a big deal to people. And, um, it's really fun to hear different type of people call in, uh, whether it be the broadcasters for the game, uh, or a, or a loyal fan that's always there, uh, selling the picture and you really get an idea, uh, for what a team's bringing throughout the year. And it really builds into the playoffs, uh, when it gets into that time of the year and everybody kind of has an idea what everybody's got oh yeah well you know kim and i asked my, my bride you know we we travel somewhere you know in the state every week and and we try to pick up the local stations and get that after game and we i call in i call in and say, hey, <laughs> this is robin hines i was at that game it was a great you know, you know that kind of thing and you know just enjoy it and have a good time but but yeah and i and i do the same thing you know i, I, I love all sports but certainly football you know being a football coach absolutely love it agree with you thursday night friday night uh you know and and on saturday i record tons of shows i, I don't share the sunday thing quite as much <laughs> but i but i will replay and and watch those uh uh you know Games that I don't get a chance to see on Saturday on Sunday, you know, right. it's just the most wonderful time of the year. Well, Coach, uh, you know what you just set your up, yourself up for, don't you? Uh, we expect a phone call on Saturday or Friday nights now. Well, well, you guys have my number now. You know? I've already, already called you my friend. There you go. That's right. So, yeah, yeah, we, we, we can absolutely do that. Uh, well, I do have one other question for you. That I just don't know the answer to this, and somebody asked me the other day at soccer practice. Can you tell me, uh, does the, the uh, GISA, is it still called the, the GISA? Say the independent, yes. yeah, Gisa. Is that uh, is that something that's under uh, the umbrella of what you guys uh, uh, do with the GHSA? Or are they under their own kind of umbrella? I don't know the answer to that. It's kind of yes and no. Uh, you know, we they are part of the National Federation of High Schools as a as an affiliate member of ours. And what we do is because we are members of the NFHS. And they are an independent school district and want to be a part of that and have access to that. We allow them to be a part of us in that way. And, and we share a good relationship with those folks and, and it really helps some of our smaller schools, you know, when we have those, you know, inter-association games, you know, because before we did that, you would have one of our smaller single A schools that maybe would pass three GISA schools to get to the closest school. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I and they don't have they they don't have a whole lot of schools in there, and and it helps them to be able to play our schools. But you know, uh, I mean, we I I don't know the exact number. We 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 have more private schools in our association than they do, probably. Gotcha. You know, but but we have a great relationship, and and you know, we I, I view them as as teammates of ours. Very good. I uh, just, uh, I wasn't quite clear. I had somebody ask me. I said, well, I'll find out. I knew the person to ask. <laughs> good, so, good, good people. Good people. There you go. Well, uh, we're going to give you the last word here, uh, Dr. Hines. Is there anything else you want to share with our audience before we get on the break? We got to, uh, to get on here, but we'll give you the last word. Yeah, but just understand that, uh, you know, high school athletics and, and certainly high school football, especially high school football, is extremely important in our state. And it's extremely important for our young people. And, and so just want everybody to, you know, get in there with us, you know, you know, pray that 
things are going to work out. There are going to be some bumps in the road and all that. But, but you know, do the right thing. Social distance when you can. Wear masks, but support your local schools. Support them. Be there because they need you. And, you know, our kids need to be participating, and, and uh, we just appreciate everybody's prayers and their help as we go into this unprecedented season. All right. Well, Dr. Robin Hines, Executive Director of GHSA, we appreciate you, sir. Thanks for being on with us. All right. Have a great day. Not a good day, but a great day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you on a Friday night now. We'll see you later. <laughs> All right, Dr. Hines there. Good stuff. Good to know, right? Absolutely. Chugging forward. Week and a half, fellas. Here we go. High school football. I was I was ready to get into some more heavy conversation. I mean, yeah. we, we started off that conversation with cover two and cover three and some sky cloud. I'm ready to go. And he was ready to roll. It. He was. So he was. Like, he's hey, ready to go. He's ready to roll an invert. Yeah. We're, getting, we're getting a little high tech. There you yeah. go. Well, we'll be right back to talk about next week's show coming up right after this. The Rob Ben and Joe Show. Stick around. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. You know what, guys? Sports hunting and dogs, well, they all click. And this will, too. Refit your home with natural gas appliances. You can save a ton of money, up to $400 in rebates. With a new gas grill, gas logs, furnace, or stove, check it out at RebateRally.com. Three easy steps. Gets new appliances for you and saves you up to $400. Go clean and go click it up like a big dog with natural gas appliances. Check it out. RebateRally.com. With City of Dublin Natural Gas. From the farmer's field that produces your food to the football field where your home team plays, Georgia Farm Bureau is committed to helping Georgia communities thrive. Georgia Farm Bureau provides peace of mind to families through home, auto, and life insurance with affordable coverage and exceptional service. With more than 150 offices around Georgia, Georgia Farm Bureau is always the home team. Call your local Lawrence County Georgia Farm Bureau agent, Mr. Phil Phillips. Call 478-277-0508. This is John Nelson of GPB Sports and the Soccer Down Here Network. You're listening to Middle Georgia's number one team for community and collegiate sports from Atlanta to Savannah and all points in between. It's the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Enjoy, everybody. Eyeballs Marketing and Signs. That's Eyeballs with a Z. I-B-A-L-Z is all about everything you need for printing services, marketing services, apparel services, signage, banners, wraps for your vehicles, design services, or a whole lot more. Whatever you need in your business to get your message out there, you can count on Eyeballs. I-B-A-L-Z dot com. Eyeballs Marketing and Sign and Warner Robbins. Come down to Bubba's Tire Center where we have your best selection of tires for your summer activities and back-to-school traveling. Come down and see our newly renovated showroom, our expanded parking area, and the quality and customer service that you've grown to love and know. Summer savings are still in effect. And don't forget your Goodyear card if you need a little more time to pay on those tires. Come on down and see the friendly folks at Bubba's Tire Center with a fresh new look and additional parking. Bubba's Tire Center, 1318 Bellevue Avenue, where we do tires and a whole lot more. Hungry for summer? Marco's Pizza is delivering endless summer flavor with unlimited medium one-topping pizzas for just $6.99 each. At Marco's, you'll get dough made from scratch, an original sauce recipe, our signature three fresh cheeses and toppings you'll love, all cooked at 450 degrees and served contact-free. Order with our app or at Marco's.com today. Marco's Pizza, the Italian way. Prices and participation may vary. Now back to Rob, Ben, and Joe. Brought to you by Bubba's Tire and Network One Sports. All right, back on the Robin and Joe Show here. Great talking to uh, Dr. Robin Hines there, uh, Executive GHSA Director. And, of course, we had Rob Stowe on before that. Just a good show tonight, guys. Love yeah, it. Love a lot it, love of fun. It. A lot of guys with a lot of energy tonight. You can yeah. tell some stuff's in the air. It's getting close. You can almost taste it. So there I think go. that's a lot of the positivity there's no more. There's no more, like, study guide stuff. You know, it's nah. like you get, a, you get a review guide, and you're like, my test is in, like, Five weeks, so I'm kind of checking it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know, we, we, we kind of know what we got. Now you're like a week and a half away, and 
they're a few days away from coaches being like, all right, my first three plays of the game are going to be bug 42 special, booted two, or whatever, and, right, yeah, in right. China, or right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're going, you're going, you got your, you got an idea, and it's like, <clears> hey, man, we're going, you know, Blakely, can we go see him Blakely? We know we got to be able to put some, we got to put right. a three man front out there. We got to be ready for some MD. Like, you know what's coming. And it's not as much, are we disinfecting our weight bars? Yeah, it's. Are it's, our guys washing their hands? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not as much about that. Because now you've got 60, 80, 100 guys that are all acclimated to one another. So you've kind of got that animal out of the way. Because they've all been kind of around. Now they're hitting on each other and everything. So now you just got the other element. And logic says, well, if. One kid, if this team's staying healthy and that team's staying healthy, how are they going to harm one another running around a football field right. and hitting each other? Right. And uh, that's what everybody's ready for. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm excited about we We've put a pin and we put a button and a bow on the, the high school football, like you just said. We're ready to go. Talking about football next week. And now we've got the college football that we're going to investigate next week on the show. We're going to have uh, Brooks Austin from Sports Illustrated. He covers the Bulldogs there in Athens. And uh, he's going to be on the show with us next week. And we're going to start out talking Georgia football and college football. And he's going to give us the down low on what's going on in the NCAA and the college ranks. Well, so. and, and I'm so excited to hear that. And they're, they're really some of the ones that have had some stark differences in right. different things. Conferences saying, oh, we're not going to play. This conference is going to play. This one's not. You know, I'm ready to kind of see some of that. But all these people want football. That's right. And, and the players do, too. I mean, that that's the biggest thing is, like, I feel so bad for the kids in the Big, in the Big Ten and the Pac-12. Yeah that are just absolutely getting hosed because they're getting robbed a year of that experience. And, I mean, I've mentioned it on here before, but there may have been a Joe Burrow somewhere in the Big Ten, boys. That's and right. if he gets robbed that, he ain't getting drafted. He may end up as a as an engineer or whatever, and he may have a great career, but right. he could have had the opportunity to display himself over a 12-game schedule, and he could have made a name for himself and boosted and, and went undrafted to a – First round pick. I mean, it's it's that's the stuff in the stories that those kids in a lot of those institutions you just are going to never miss. know. Yeah. And that that's what really hurts about the whole situation. It, it does. It's painful from a situation and a different standpoint. Not not to get long winded, but it's like you know, if high school teams are able to manage this and play football, yeah. how are you going to tell me that multi million dollar college football programs can't handle one hundred and five people? That's right. Come I mean, figure it out. You, you know, you've got plenty more resources than yeah. everybody else. You've got this, this. You're going to limit this. La di da. Right. We should be able to handle that. And, you know, I just hope that um, the Southeast knows. The Atlantic, Coast, the Atlantic Coast Conference, the SEC, they know what football means and what these people, what, what these kids need. That's right. And it's just a shame that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 mm. have already bowed out, are, are bowed out. But, hey, that's their business. Yeah. I hope we have football in the fall and – you know, we'll catch Michigan next year. Well, I tell you, a great conversation piece, I think, next week with uh, Brooks Austin again, going to be on from Sports Illustrated. Uh, it, I, one of the questions I plan to ask him is his position and what he hears about the transfer portal and the ability of players to immediately transfer from those other conferences that want to play. I mean, what a, what do you do there? I, you know, uh, do, should they be allowed to? I cannot wait for that conversation. Yeah. I heard uh, Golick Jr. Mm. and uh, talking, talking about that. about that on my way home from work, and I was I had been thinking about that. I was just waiting for the media to start yeah. hop on that because the just Big Ten pushbacks said, I don't care how many signatures you get on your petition, Justin Fields, we ain't playing. And that's where it's like, okay, yeah. so what What do these kids have for rights? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's a, it's it's be a something can to see. of worms, boys. <laughs> Boston College might need a QB. I know. <laughs> well, that's what we'll get to talk about. Brooks Austin again from Sports Illustrated on with us next week. Don't miss it here on the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. All right, for Rob and for Ben, I think that's it, fellas. It's a night. All right. Catch you later. We'll do it again all again next week. And uh, don't forget the podcast drops tomorrow at 7 o'clock. And uh, we'll have more to come on our high school football scoreboard show and everything college football next week with uh, Brooks Austin from Sports Illustrated. Thanks again to our sponsors here at Bubba's Tire Center, Network One Sports, Georgia Farm Bureau, Marco's Pizza, and our friends over at um, Dublin Natural Gas as well. We appreciate each and every one. Don't forget to take the show with you on Spotify or Apple iTunes or wherever you go. See you next week. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. 
Hungry for summer? Marco's Pizza is delivering endless summer flavor with unlimited medium one-topping pizzas for just $6.99 each. At Marco's, you'll get dough made from scratch, an original sauce recipe, our signature three fresh cheeses and toppings you'll love, all cooked at 450 degrees and served contact-free. Order with our app or at Marco's.com today. Marco's Pizza, the Italian way. Prices and participation may vary. Come down to Bubba's Tire Center where we have your best selection of tires for your summer activities and back-to-school traveling. Come down and see our newly renovated showroom, our expanded parking area, and the quality and customer service that you've grown to love and know. Summer savings are still in effect. And don't forget your Goodyear card if you need a little more time to pay on those tires. Come on down and see the friendly folks at Bubba's Tire Center with a fresh new look and additional parking. Bubba's Tire Center, 1318 Bellevue Avenue, where we do tires and a whole lot more. Eyeballs Marketing and Signs. That's Eyeballs with a Z. I-B-A-L-Z is all about everything you need for printing services, marketing services, apparel services, signage, banners, wraps for your vehicles, design services, or a whole lot more. Whatever you need in your business to get your message out there, you can count on Eyeballs. I-B-A-L-Z dot com. Eyeballs Marketing and Sign in Warner Robins. From the farmer's field that produces your food to the football field where your home team plays, Georgia Farm Bureau is committed to helping Georgia communities thrive. Georgia Farm Bureau provides peace of mind to families through home, auto, and life insurance with affordable coverage and exceptional service. With more than 150 offices around Georgia, Georgia Farm Bureau is always the home team. Call your local Lawrence County Georgia Farm Bureau agent, Mr. Phil Phillips. Call 478-277-0508. You know what, guys? Sports hunting and dogs, well, they all click. And this will, too. Refit your home with natural gas appliances. You can save a ton of money, up to $400 in rebates. With a new gas grill, gas logs, furnace, or stove, check it out at RebateRally.com. Three easy steps gets new appliances for you and saves you up to $400. Go clean and go click it up like a big dog with natural gas appliances. Check it out, RebateRally.com. With City of Dublin Natural Gas. Death Valley is now on the bucket list if it wasn't already. You sold us. And anytime you want to take us, Chris, we'll be happy to go. (laughs) uh, Well, I promise you this. You guys let me know if you want to take in a game, and we'll roll out the purple carpet. It's too bad you missed the Georgia thrashing last season. (laughs) (laughs) We won't do that. You're listening to the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. 